0: You gotta fight for your right to party!
1: You're listening to the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network.
0: What up, Chiefs fans? Welcome into another edition of the Kingdom Rewind. I am your host, Sean Dixon, and alongside me, as always, is big Chiefs fan, Chad Goforth! Yeah! We're going to the Super Bowl! We did it! Woo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah!
0: What's going on, Mark?
1: Uh not, not, not much. I'm still trying to wind down from over last Sunday's game. Um, I was excited for it. Um, Worked hard last couple of days. No, I didn't. I just partied up and just partied for the Super Bowl. Bought my Super Bowl oh, tickets. Yeah. I'm ready to go to Tampa. But then I realized I had to sell the Super Bowl tickets because every time I go to the game, Chiefs lose. And I'm not going to do that to us.
0: That's true. You, you wouldn't dare. <laughs> so that's a, a way to take one for the team and not buy, pay $10,000 for a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the, they they are uh, uh expensive ticket but man that'd be fun to be there in Tampa uh to watch the chiefs take a chance at running it back um i'm I'm excited i'm still i'm still jacked up from the whole from the whole show sunday it's exactly what the chiefs needed was just a big beat down and uh I loved every minute of it
1: yeah I was gonna say i I watched your wife snapchat and your little your little parade you had to deliver room we're going to the Super Bowl, we're going to the Super Bowl, we're going to the Super Bowl, <laughs> on and on. But I was the same way. I, I couldn't sleep that night. I woke up like every 30 minutes and my wife was still on her phone. And I, I looked at her, I think it was like 2.30. I was like, guess what, we're going to the Super Bowl. She's like, go to bed, <laughs> You yeah. to are work tomorrow. And I'm like, I can't, I'm too excited. <laughs> but I've been pumped up. I was,
0: I was up. I was up all night uh, blowing up Bills fans on Twitter because <laughs> I'm I'm petty like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are salty. <laughs> they yeah, are very yeah. good. salty.
0: Good. I love it. But uh, so, so to, today's show we're gonna we're gonna recap that game. We're gonna kind of go back and and look at you know look at how it went down, the things that went good, things that didn't go so good. Um, just the overall recap of the game, and then we're going to look back at a the twenty twenty season in its entirety. That's going to be the uh, topic of our show: is just to relive how the season went down from week one to to all the way to to the to the championship game. And uh, and then we're going to probably close the show out with some brief thoughts about the upcoming game. We're not going to go too far into it. We got we got two weeks to do this. We're gonna have a big Super Bowl extravaganza show. We're gonna we're gonna bring in some some more firepower for this one. So we're 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 gonna save a lot of that for next week, but we will touch on it a little bit. But before we get started, I know, I know my boy Chad's got some random facts. Let's hear it.
1: Random factoids from the moment! In, on this day, January 26th, in 1784, Benjamin Franklin's independent mind wasn't very happy that the eagle was named the American symbol. He can cry all he wants, but our majestic bird is still flying over our great country. Happy birthday goes to the ice goddess, Wayne Gretzky, and dancing host, no other vowels in her name, but E, Ellen DeGeneres, and you really got me. Oh, you really got me? Happy birthday to Eddie Van Halen. And falling in love on TV is possible. In 2014, on this day, the bachelor Sean Lowe gets married to Catherine Guidness. And then, sadly, one year ago today, in a tragic helicopter crash, we lost one of the greatest basketball players uh, that ever played and his daughter, along with seven others. So, in honor of him, I have to say, Kobe! And those Kobe. are all the random factoids from the mullet. <laughs> my phone, my phone
0: died. <laughs> uh, no, that was good. I, lo- I love the. Uh, you know, I, I I did I did know that this was uh, the anniversary of Kobe's death, and and you know whatever you you know whatever your take is on Kobe, whether you loved him or hate him, you had to respect his game. The guy was amazing. And uh, it was definitely a sad day for the basketball community and the sports community as a whole. So, so good shout out there for Kobe. Um, but this is a football podcast, so I, I like to give us, I like to walk us back through this day in NFL history. And on this day in 1960, Pete Rozelle was elected as the NFL commissioner. Pete Rozelle had a long run, he went, uh, and then after that, he was replaced. For- <laughs> I thought
1: that was just fitting. He said commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go ahead, Chuck.
0: Pete Rozelle had 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 similar run-ins with uh with uh, that 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 s- players had similar run-ins that they do with Roger Goodell he was kind of kind of a, a stern commissioner but uh but he was he was a you know he was the commissioner for a long time uh also this day in 1960 same same exact day the Oakland Raiders uh joined the newly established American Football League they actually joined after the AFL draft that was already you know that was founded by you know, Clark Hunt's dad, Lamar, he founded the, the Chiefs as well as the entire AFL. And the Raiders joined on this day in 1960. And on this day in 1991, former Chiefs kicker Jan Stenerud becomes the first pure place kicker to be elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So shout out to Jan Stenerud, And that is this day in NFL history. Yeah, those go. those are good. I, I, I thought they were, I thought they were good. I, I, I was like, I couldn't believe I found two on the same day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's almost a, so, that almost uh, tops but, up Mike Shanahan getting fired on the same day on the last time he did it.
0: Yeah, by, by two, two different three. teams. <laughs> like, ah, oh, awesome. ah, suicide watch on that day. <laughs> he could be my dad. <laughs> the- no, he's Kyle's dad. <laughs> so uh, I know we 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 were really excited when we entered the show because uh, uh, you know because of the Chiefs Bills, but uh, we are going to talk a little bit about it. Uh, Chad, I mean, how how, how do you what what you think? I mean, I don't, I can't imagine you having any kind of negative thought about this game. It, it went exactly how we hoped. Um,
1: honestly, I had no negative thoughts. I know we have a group tax with. Um, me and you and a couple of our buddies and before the game we're all kind of texting back like we're nervous we're nervous and I'm sitting there thinking about it and I just feel like it's just the Chiefs curse you know like every time we're in the playoffs or you know get close to that victory to go to the Super Bowl or make it we always lose but I know you said this before that with Patrick Mahomes I think he's our leprechaun and he trumps the curse so I Watching the game, I started cheering that we were going to the Super Bowl, like I believe, right beginning of the fourth quarter. I felt like we were gonna win. I was like, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no tears this year though. Did not cry. I might cry during the Super Bowl, but I did not cry because I was I was pumped.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I was I was excited. I was I was like amped. I I felt like this was like like vengeance because I've spent the entire half of the the twenty twenty season listening to NFL media say the Chiefs can't win big games or they can't they can't win by big margins. They're not blowing teams out, it doesn't look pretty. And then and I just kept thinking, well, that's I think that's part of the plan. And I and I think Andy Reid proved that Sunday by just beating the crap out of him. Now I started doing that Snapchat dance and stuff. And then, and that was before the onside kick, and I, I tightened up a little bit because I was like, "Oh no!" But uh, but they they kept it in check, so it was it was pretty good. I was pretty excited.
1: Yeah, no, I exact same thing. But around that time, I was up dancing and dancing, and when I saw the onside kick, I was like, "I don't care, we're still gonna win." But I'm like, oh, "Wait, I'm gonna go ahead and sit down and just put my hands in my lap, crisscross applesauce, and just like, and just wait till you know we're we're just taking the victory knee." But one thing that drove me nuts i i don't know if it's negative it was at the time was um the botch punt during that botch punt like every time like we talked about this before off show is every time we hold our breaths is when patrick Mahomes gets hit or a punt each time i hold my breath and he botched it and, and extra points too uh, it hasn't bite us in the ass yet, so I, I don't care. So soon as it, soon as it does, <laughs> I mean, it, it shows you. We'll get to yeah, knock on, wood. knock on your wood, Sean. Because, and, but no, it goes to show you. That, like during this, <laughs> Damn you, Sean. One of these games, yeah, it almost bite us you, in the butt. Your but goal. no, uh, what it mm-hmm. shows you during his botch punt, I have the audio here for you. It's about their teammate going around him and. This is how tr- uh, leadership Travis Kelsey and um um uh, Patrick Mahomes have. But this is just right after he, you know, fumbled it. A lot of plays have to be made. You're not just the boys, boy, all right? Now, yeah, Buffalo's I
0: know, got goals to get out after the fumbled punt. Hey! Oh, hey! Hey! Oh, look at me! Hey! 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 Hey, you're right look
1: look hey, you're hey! 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 They're going to bring it on end around to McCall Hardman. He's got plenty of room. He's at the 25-30. Road gear,
0: 45-50. They block the next guy, 40-35. And Andy Reid dials up the jet for 51.
1: They throw it left side to Hardman on a wide receiver straight into the end zone. Touchdown! Helping us to forget about that muff puck. That's how you handle, handle diversity. You smack it right in his mouth. And I just love that video because when he's right after that, they, they, they gave him the ball. And he goes over 50 yards. And like one, that's our far, the guy blocking would have blocked the last guy, would been a touchdown. But what, <laughs> yeah. what, usually that's how it happens if that guy was just blocked that last guy. Yeah. Yeah. But then the next play later, they go right back to him and give him that touchdown. And I just felt like, oh, holy crap, I get it. Because, like, I was young. I still don't like you. I still don't like you. Because it seems like every time I hate a player, they do great. And I just like the fact that Andy's coach just goes, hey, give him the ball. Let's get his confidence back because we don't need him in this
0: game. Yeah, I uh, I agree. It And it was weird when you look at both those guys talking to him. Kelsey, I feel like, kind of just like the hype man. Like, hey, hey, we're going to be Okay. I'm gonna hype you up. Let's let's, let's keep going. But Pat Mahomes got in his face and said, Hey, you're going to make a play and this is going to happen. And like, like he knew it and and, and it happened twice. And, and those were the only plays he made in the whole game. He, I don't think he touched the ball another time. (laughs) So, so he has, he has three plays, one of them really bad and two of them. Great. So, and Pat Mahomes basically called it. So kudos to all of them. Kudos to, to Hardman, for for you know being able to battle through that, kudos to Andy Reid for knowing how to how to give his player confidence again, and it was huge in the win.
1: Oh yeah, I I love the victory. I love the salty Bills fans. Um, I had a guy on uh, TikTok when I made a video told me that oh you guys are gonna lose to the Bills, so sit down, small fella. Well, to that guy, I wish I had your name written down. We beat the Bills so you sit down big fella he was a lot bigger than me <laughs>
0: yeah yeah Bill, bills fans were, were real chippy they they thought i don't know what in the world they were thinking but but like and and you know who I, bl- I blame i blame nfl network and fox sports one and and cbs network all these guys that are like that that you can tell that they they know the chiefs are the best team in the nfl but they don't want to keep seeing it so to me, they, they are, uh, you know, to me, it, it, I think the, it, the media hyped them up and, and gotten Bill's fans' heads, and they're like, oh, we are better than the Chiefs. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> and, and we proved it.
1: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, you're right. The media did hype them up, and I hate how they do that. They talk down on us. We don't get the respect that we deserve as a football team. And I feel like, you know, they gave uh, the Patriots all the respect all those years. Back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Patriots are always good. They gave all those respects for them. But I don't think they want another team like the Patriots that keep winning and winning and winning and winning. So, I mean, it's one of those deals where I just wish they would just let us have our turn and give us the respect because we're going to be the new Patriots and we're not going to lose. I feel like we're going to go maybe even a third Super Bowl three in a row
0: Cold. Well, that, that's what that that's what makes me really mad is that we're a D Ford offsides penalty away from our third straight Super Bowl, like in the way the Rams played in that one, we would have won that one. D yeah. Ford should get punt kicked in the nuts every day of his life from now on. <laughs> just just Pat Holmes should drive to his house and kick him in the nuts every day.
1: <laughs> so, so that brings me to a point, and I I'm going to bring up the AFC Championship game against the Browns. The Browns are saying that the only reason why they lost that game was the helmet-to-helmet from Dirty Dan causing that fumble going into the end zone. And that's where we said, hey, that's the reason why we lost that game. So my question to you is you're now making an excuse for D4 being offsides and said that we would have won that game if he we wasn't offsides. But shouldn't we as a football team been better enough to do other things throughout the game to win that game? Yeah, we had one stupid penalty. I get it. You're going to be salty. You're going to be like a Browns fan. And, and I get it. I was the same way. But then when I started talking to people, it's like, you know, that doesn't change the game. You didn't stop, you know, Chad Henning – or not Chad Henning. Who was it playing? Yeah, it was Chad Henning, wasn't it? You didn't stop Chad Henning running or scrambling for 13 yards. Baker Mayfield threw interception. interception. So.
0: so my point to that is – the, the the difference between those two scenarios is if if the Browns get that touchdown, can they take a knee and win it right then? No. No if, if we get that interception, can we take a knee and win it? Yes.
1: <laughs> I get it. I'm I, I'm mad too at D Ford. Maybe every other day. We can <laughs> settle on getting punched in the nuts every other day. But <laughs> deal. Because <laughs> like I, I'm still salty about that But I'm trying to be a better human It's 2021, I'm getting rid of all the negativity Of 2020 so. But no, I want to hear how we got To where we are going to the Super Bowl So if you want to kick off week one Or however you want to do it I don't care
0: well, well, it, it, most seasons usually start with week one. So especially this season, cause we didn't have a preseason. So, uh, you know, we started off with the, this is the first time we got to experience the home opener where they get to raise the banner and chiefs are world champions. The, all the talk was, well, are they going to have this super bowl hangover? And, uh, we blew the doors off the Texans. They, they, they didn't, they weren't even, you know, they, they weren't even the same league as us. We, you know, and it was a coming out party for our brand new offensive toy, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So, so to me, they they won it, but they didn't win it the same way they normally do. They just ran the ball all over them, and and we won by two touchdowns, thirty four to twenty. And it was, it was just a beatdown.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that that was one of my notes right there. Clyde had an awesome game, and I was like, who is this kid? And some some LSU fans like, you are gonna love him. And I am like, I already do.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah they he, it was weird because you know like like Sammy Watkins was our leading, leading receiver in that game so it, w- it wasn't the Kelsey Hill show which we're gonna we're gonna touch on that a little bit later in the show but uh but it was Sammy Watkins you know getting getting you know a touchdown in 82 yards it was Pat only throwing for 211 yards he had a very modest he had three touchdowns but you know the yards weren't really there but it was the running game and that was something that that, you know, this is this is a kid who didn't have a preseason with the team. So he drafted in April. So from April to week one, he's not played an actual game with this team. He had to learn the playbook, do a few practices. You know, the practices were all weird because of COVID too. And then comes in and just gangbusters.
1: And I think a lot of that has to do with is that there was no preseason game. Because no one had really game film of how he was going to run with the Chiefs. And that kind of brings me... Brings me into week two against the Chargers. Um, we win that game by a field goal in overtime. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's the reason why we struggled, not just because it was a divisional game, because we always struggle in division games. It seems like it's, you never know it's going to be a blowout or it's going to be close. But their quarterback got an injection in the shoulder. and The doctor punctured his lungs. Still don't understand that, but this guy—I I don't even know what his name is anymore—the quarterback for the Chargers. Tyrod Taylor. No, one, the, the new one or the old yeah, one? Yeah, the, the backup. The backup.
0: Oh um, <laughs> wait, now backup or? The... <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the, Justin the,
0: Herbert's the new one. Justin yeah, Herbert's the, Herbert. the kid.
1: So he didn't know he was going to play until like game time, and it's like, oh, we punctured her down. You know, our, the starting quarterback's uh, lung? so we did do start. So we didn't have any game film on him. And so I feel like him coming in, and, like, he had a great game against us. We didn't know who this kid was. And it was a – you know, that was a game that um, Hill had that catch, and he didn't make the catch until he rolled into the end zone. Like, they touched it, but the ball is still fumbling. And I'm like – it's like one of the – like I think it was one of your top favorite Tyreek Kill catches or – Patrick home yeah. touchdown or something I can't remember, but it was an awesome
0: game. It was awesome, except it shouldn't have been that close. Uh, this is a, this is this kid's first start, and we're supposed to be the Super Bowl defense. And and I get what you're saying. There's no tape on him, so you're not really prepared for him. But but I was expecting this kid to be like throwing up on the field. <laughs> <laughs> just just scared to death and and he wasn't he was he was great that the the i hate a game where we win but the highlight of the game is the other team's quarterback nobody likes that it feels like you lost the game and uh honestly the 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 mvp of this game i know i know tyreek had had almost had 99 yards and a touchdown and kelsey had a touchdown and 90 yards and and we had we had our playmakers show up when they had to but really the mvp of this game was harrison Bucker. I mean, he made, he was, he was, he was, three. yeah, the stat sheet says three for three, but he really made, he really made five, (laughs) five field goals and three of them were like 58 yards. Yeah. I was going to say the (laughs) first one, yeah, yeah, I was
1: going to say the first one was for 53 and we got a flag. And so it was 58. He he kicks it right out, Like it was actually a little to the right. And like, I was like, "Uh Oh, but they call timeout. And then he kicks it again, right down dead nuts in the center, and I'm like, "Holy crap! Three in a row, right there!" Like, how? I mean, but then again, it's Harrison Bucker. He can't miss past 50 yards. You get him up close, he's gonna. There's a good chance. (laughs) He's good chance he's gonna miss it. (laughs) But this 50-50 on extra (laughs) points. No, but this game is actually um, um, Snead, our safety. He actually had a pick, and that was the first time seeing him play too for me. Like actually doing something on the defensive side. I'm like, holy crap, who's this kid? And they, as the year goes on, he gets better and better.
0: Yeah, he's, he's, it was, it was good to see, you know, and that's, that's two weeks in a row that we saw a rookie step up and, and have kind of a coming out party for this team. And, and you're, th- you're sitting there thinking, this is a team that returned 20 of 22 starters. And then they draft these kids and they're making, and they're becoming playmakers each week. Like Brett Veach, if I I don't think he won GM of the Year. I don't know how he didn't because Brett Veach is a freaking genius. What every move he's made has just turned to gold. Like I think I'm gonna go have a conversation with Brett Veach, and he's gonna put me on the Chiefs' field, and I'm gonna become a superstar because he's got some sort of magic. He's gonna turn this 38 year old fat guy into just you know Tyree Hill.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say if he turns everything he moves into gold, or but he moves them. I wish you'd move on something that I own, you know, so turn it turns into gold. I don't care if it's my poodle or it's my wife or me. I just want to turn it into gold. I want some gold. That sounds like a great what's his number? I want some gold.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> look it up. I'll look it up. But but he is, he is he's been a great he ever, since day one, he is just I mean he was instrumental in the Mahomes trade, you know, to get to get Patrick Mahomes and and to me that's you know that uh, that was the start and then every move since then's been great so so hats off to Brett Veach cuz cause, cause we, week 1 Edward Hilare week 2 LaJarius Sneed. it just you know great draft class but you know that 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 moves us to our uh our week 3 game and this was the one that like you know you circle this is the one that 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 you know every year Baltimore is like, oh, this is our year. This is the year we beat Kansas City. And and the last two games were pretty close. And and it was this one was in Baltimore on Monday night. And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, man, I'm I'm pretty nervous. And Pat said, Don't be. <laughs> and, and we went into their house and beat them by two touchdowns and another blowout.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, um, two two of the big sausages got touchdowns that game. The sausage himself, Richard Sherman, and then um, Eric Fisher. He actually had a touchdown catch that game. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't worried about this game. Uh, I'm never worried when we play someone like the Ravens because it shows it goes to show you how many times we play them. We always win. And the fact is that the media is blowing up. Lamar Jackson saying he's the best, blah, blah, blah. And they're all saying, Mahomes is going to finally know how good Lamar Jackson is. Okay, I'm still waiting for that. Because, yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He's way better than I could do, guaranteed. But I'm just saying, like, the media wants him to be better than Mahomes. For some reason, no one likes Mahomes. But Mahomes is my homie, so I love him.
0: And I don't, think, I don't think Chiefs fans have a hard time saying that Lamar Jackson's a good football player. We have a hard time saying that he's a good quarterback. And let me show you why. Lamar Jackson went 15 for 28 for 97 yards passing. He didn't even have 100 yards passing. Like, <laughs> it was, to me, like, that criteria for being a good quarterback, you should have more than 100 yards passing. Like that's, that's in every game. <laughs> like I can see getting held under 300. You have a rough night, but he didn't even throw a hundred. Now he ran for nine times and 83 yards. That's pretty good for a football player. You're going to say that you're right. there. That,
1: go ahead. I, I'm going to say he's, um, he's a quarterback. I thought it, it fooled me. I thought he
0: was a running back. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the he's got the numbers for for to be a running back more times than not, and that's that, to me that's, I, and I'm not gonna I, I, he's a quarterback. We know he's a quarterback. Everybody knows he's a quarterback. But and, and I have no problem with him playing the way he does. But if he plays like that and then he gets beat like this, you cannot put him in the same category as Patrick. Um, you know, Edwards Lair had another good twenty twenty carries for sixty four yards. He was. He was good. Uh, Pat had a rushing touchdown. You know, Lamar didn't even have that. Pat had more rushing touchdowns than Lamar. Like, get, get out him. of here with that.
1: Get <laughs> him. I sick him, Sean. Sick him. I like it. You're riled up. You're getting me r- I'm sweating right now. No, you're you're all right. He is not a good quarterback. He's a great football player, but I don't think I. You know. I was more worried when we were playing them that was Monday night because I always hate primetime games because of the history of the Chiefs. It seems like when we get under the lights, we struggle. But I have to put my faith in, you know, uh, I guess I would just call Patrick Mahomes like Jesus' baby's cousin or something. Just, you know, I had to put my faith in him because he's going to show me that these curses are lifted now. And I'm excited to see and continue that the cursor lifts. But going into week four, you know, we had the Patriots. We win 26 to 10. Really simple. Why are you looking at me that way?
0: <laughs> hey, I'm not, I'm not looking at you.
1: Uh, I, I, I our, our, our
0: faces aren't lining up very no. well.
1: <laughs> but after this win, I was going to say, Cheese has, you know, beaten the the 3 AFC champions of the follow, of the previous season. So, all the champions in their division, they beat them this year, all 3 of them in the four games we played. And we never went 4 and 0 for the fourth year in a row, and this is the first time doing it, going 4 and 0 for four times.
0: Right, that, and that's that's amazing. To me this game was kind of uh this uh, this game was kind of you know weird because it's the Patriots without Tom Brady, and and then they had we had the, they had the weird COVID stuff with this game, and so we didn't even get Cam Newton, which which that was the big thing. Patriots fans was like, oh well, Cam Newton would have won this game. You know you you know we won twenty sixteen to ten. It was pr- but it was pretty close. You know I, I think it was what was it six six to three at halftime something like that. To me. Um after watching Cam Newton play the rest of the games, I think they would have done worse. I, I don't I think Cam's done. Cam's finished, he's washed. Their best bet was Brian Hoyer, and it wasn't very good. The Patriots are just a bad football team right now. And so this one, this win was kind of like anytime you beat the Patriots, it's always cool. Like you're like, yeah, we beat the Patriots. This year it didn't feel that way. It felt like we beat we beat a team that had no business being there.
1: No, I, I agree with you because after we beat the Patriots, I was like Heck yeah! I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I can't even cheer now because they're not the same Patriots as they were a year ago.
0: Right. Yeah, and and, and so you know, you know you move on to you move on from that game, and and it's a little disheartening. And then you go into the next game, and you have a week five game against the Raiders, where you're at home. It's Arrowhead, the Raiders. You've got the you've got the reigning Super Bowl MVP. This should be sixty to nothing, and the Raiders had different ideas, and and we lost this one. We lost it by eight.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't want to spend too much time on it because we were coming back, and as soon as um, we got that two point conversion, I just had a deep feeling in my gut that we were gonna win this game. Like after we got the converted on two points, and I'm like we're down by eight. I go. We'll get the ball back, and we'll stop them, and we'll get the ball back, and we'll go score another touchdown. We'll win this in overtime. There's no. There's no way we're gonna lose to the Raiders, and then we lost. And the Raiders had their Super Bowl party there in the parking lot, going around Arrowhead Stadium. So congratulations on your eight and eight, and not even making the playoffs. But um, yeah, I'm I'm done before I start dropping the F bombs on this one.
0: Screw you, or Las Vegas. Yeah, he should have stayed in Oakland.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't that funny, Sean. (laughs) I
0: got got nothing else for that one. That one's just going to piss me off, so uh, we'll move on to Buffalo.
1: (laughs) Well, this one kind of pisses me off, too, just because the fact of going into this game, the media saying, oh, Patrick Mahomes is gonna finally meet Josh Allen. Josh Allen's such a great quarterback. Blah blah blah. Josh Allen, this oh he he shits pile of gold. Josh Allen,
0: woohoo! <laughs> oh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They they uh, there was a lot of talk about Josh Allen because the media wants the next. They don't want Patrick Mahomes because he's already done it. In fact, they're probably already done with Lamar Jackson because he proved he couldn't do it. And so now they're like, who else can we get? To dethrone Patrick Mahomes because we don't want the Chiefs to be the next Patriots. Because in my opinion, I think that's bad for the league. That's what they're thinking. They're thinking it's bad for the league because Kansas City's a small market. They can't have them winning 10 years straight like they're going to. And yeah. because it looks bad, you know, because teams like New York ain't winning, like LA ain't winning, these big markets that, that Cleveland, oh my God, Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, they suck. And and Josh Allen was this this guy that they thought, well, he plays a little bit like Patrick Mahomes. Maybe he could take him. No, he can't. <laughs> and we proved it twice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it just drive me nuts, but our game plan was pretty much week one's game plan, run the ball. And I'm pretty sure Edward Clyde Lair, whatever his name is, Mr. Clyde. Clyde had a, Clyde Edward, there, whatever. You yeah, know, I think Ble- Bleeder ran for like 161 yards. Uh, he crushed it. Dirty Dirty Dan, the person I hate, you know, he got a pick in that game. Uh, got to continue the hate because um, he'll do great. Continue the hate to do great. Got to make a new chance. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, uh, this was, this was one of those weird games where we where we ran the ball a lot and Edward Toler gets 161 yards rushing. Uh, Pat only goes for 225. It looked a lot like the Texans game. And, and now, like, I thought it was weird then, but I get it now. I, I get it. I get the whole season now. I understand exactly what Andy Reid was doing. He didn't want, you know, you know, who the leading receiver was in that game? Demarcus Robinson. Like that, to me, that, that tells me that he didn't want to show Tyreek Hill. He didn't want to show Kelsey that much. Kelsey did have two touchdowns in that game, but he only had 65 yards. Tyreek Hill went three for 20. Like look at what he did in this game. And then look at what he did in the, ch- in, in the AFC championship game night and day difference. And that was on purpose. I guarantee it. Uh, so, and, and we still beat them pretty handedly. We beat them, you know, by nine points and, uh, it wasn't really ever close. I think the last yeah, think-
1: points that the Bills got were just garbage. I think, and that's what the Chiefs are known are doing right now. They go up and then they play Manila offense and play, you know, defense where like they don't care because like they know they have Patrick Mahomes. If they if they screw up too much on defense, Mahomes is going to score another touchdown. And because like when we go down or start struggling, all of a sudden they they flip a switch and it looks like it's cutting a knife cutting through butter. It's so easy for the Chiefs to score a touchdown. And I don't know why we're just not running like, the ball, like, but yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, we're just running the ball. We get the points. We get a lead, and then we back off a little bit because we don't want no one to get hurt. We don't want to show anything.
0: I agree with you on that. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you know, to me, to me, that was, uh, you know, the going into the next week, we win the next one pretty easily too, is against Denver, uh, forty-three to sixteen. Um, Snow game too, but I yeah, but but we didn't do any offensively. We I felt like we didn't do anything I, to win that game because no, we
1: we got we got fourteen points off of special teams and uh, dirty Dan, dirty damn pick six, Pringle with one hundred and two yard kickoff return. Yeah. I mean, yeah, our offense was we didn't show much. It was just our special teams and our defense that stepped up. Right. Pat ran six plays in
0: the second quarter. So, so he didn't, he didn't have to do anything. Everybody else did stuff. And, 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 you know, Denver, Drew Locke, I mean, that guy, that guy's a bust. Uh, To me, to me, everyone thought that was another guy. That was another guy. Oh, well, Denver's going to be up there because Drew Locke's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if they ever compared him like that, but they thought he would be competitive with Patrick Mahomes and he hasn't been. Uh, and and you know they 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 brought in Melvin Gordon from the Chargers. They thought that would revamp the running game. You know I think Lindsey's a good back, but I don't think I don't think he's anything to write home about. And they don't really have anybody on the outside. They drafted Jerry Judy. I think we'll see what happens with him. But in my opinion, Denver's Denver's a good three years out, and they and they need a new quarterback.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say when they drafted Drew or whatever his name, Locke or whatever. Uh, when they drafted him, Missouri boy and all that stuff, I started watching the highlight clips of him. I was gonna say, like, okay, we're gonna have a little problem with him eventually. Um, no, I'm more concerned about the Chargers now with this new Hermie the Hermie the Hermits or whatever his name is. I'm more concerned about him. Yeah. And I it used to be I was concerned about the Raiders, but they just fall off the wagon. And yeah, they got us. They got beat us one time this year, but. Denver, no, I I'm not too concerned with them at
0: all. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll you know, we're gonna to get to the Raiders game here eventually, but I, I, I think I think just just a, a little side note on the Raiders, I feel like they're Alex Smith's Kansas City Chiefs. And and that might be giving Derek Carr too much credit, because yeah. I don't think he's as good a quarterback as Alex Smith. I don't think he's as smart as Alex Smith. But when I compare him that way, I mean it's the guy that's going to win some games, look pretty good at times, but never be the guy that will get you there. And right now, getting them there is just getting to the playoffs. Like, like Alex Smith was the guy who couldn't get us to the Super Bowl. Derek Carr right now is the guy who can't get into the playoffs. So I'm not too concerned with the Raiders. Um, I, I I just I feel like there's a lot of talent on that team. They just don't use it well. And, 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 but you're right, the Chargers, man, Justin Herbert, I think that's a guy that could step up. They they should be second place in this division every year, and yeah, I, uh, I, don't, I don't I don't think it's right now. There isn't a team in the AFC that challenges the Chiefs. We just it's just right now. I haven't seen it. The media wants it so bad. They're 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 hard on for it, and and it's not there, and it's not it's certainly not in the division, and it's not in the conference either.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to go ahead and move on to week eight. Against the blowout against the Jets, 35 to 9. I think we won that for a blowout. Uh, Yeah. Kelsey had a penalty for a slam dunk after he got the ball. He he dunked on the, I mean, stupid penalty, but I loved it. I wish he would do it all the time, but he gets fine. But, you know, I loved it. And our punter, he can afford it. Yeah, he can afford it. It's just like five cents to him. But our punter, he had that, that fake punt and he throws a rocket. Convert on fourth down, and no, I didn't even see the ball move, I just saw the punter's hair wrap around his helmet. And it was like, This so like that guy, must use main intel, I guarantee it because that's so shiny and smooth. And uh, oh, I'm drilling hair,
0: <laughs> he's got some pretty hair, it was nice, flowing in the wind. It looked like sunshine from Remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> But, but, yeah, no, this was this was, this was one of those games where it was just, you know, we couldn't help but look like the best team in the world against the Jets because we, you know, Pat had 400 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, you know, we, we didn't run the ball very much, but we didn't have to. Uh, Kelsey has 100, 109 yards and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill gets 98 and two touchdowns. It's just uh, – this is one of those games where I think Andy Reid probably didn't want to show anything but he they couldn't cover us even if like, we scored these points in our sleep like the jets had no chance it was the jets were our bad football team they proved it all year they, they their dumbest mistake was winning that game winning winning that game to get out of getting uh uh getting that kid from clinton uh because now they're picking number two and and they, they may have screwed their whole franchise again they should have just lost every game but uh bad football team and 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 Good teams do what they do to bad football teams, and they beat the hell out of them.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and save my last statement on it, then I'm going to move on, because um, you did ask, you said, hey, could this be a trap game? I remember before this game, you're asking, and I was like, Sean, no. And you're like, you're probably right, Chad. It can't be a trap game. But I have a circle and question mark trap. Because you never know when a worse team is going to beat a really good team, and it happens all the time. But it didn't happen this time. Week nine? This is where um, Bucker almost became the worst you know, person in the Chiefs history, but I'll let you take this, Sean. This,
0: this, this could have been the trap. <laughs> this almost was. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, now, I will say I thought it would be – I didn't think it would be a blowout. I thought Carolina, because Christian McCaffrey was coming back. Christian McCaffrey, when healthy, is one of the scariest guys in the NFL, and I thought he would be on full display – Um he 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 they used him rushing, he had 69 yards. They used him passing, he had 82, uh touchdown for both. Uh Teddy Bridgewater was was mobile. He he threw for 310. That's a lot for Teddy Bridgewater. Uh for him to put he was very accurate. I think this is one of those things where the Chiefs kinda kinda let up a little. They didn't really play their A game, and Carolina played their A plus game because they looked amazing this whole game, and we were lucky to get alive in this one. Didn't, get out alive, sorry.
1: I was say, didn't they, like, do a fake punt, fake all this, like, random stuff? They tried all kinds of random crap just to beat us, and it almost worked. I mean, we had, you know, Bucker had one missed peak, or, you know, extra point, and it goes down to the wire where they are kicking, I can't remember how long the field goal was. Um, 67 also, yards. Yeah, so I wasn't too concerned, but just that fact was like, yeah. if he makes this field goal, we're going to lose by one point and it's going to go on to, you know, Booker. And it's like, yeah. then they're going to really start working with them. But I actually did see a lot of things going around and it's, they're saying that it's not Bucker's fault. It's uh, my punter's fault. And wow. like, I've, I've been new, seeing it because new punter. new pun, he's not getting the ball set proper angle. And there's a lot of pitches going down where, um, you know, Ray Finkel would probably kidnap, you know, or the punter and, you know, tie him up and almost kill him because uh, the laces were in. They weren't out. On a lot of the pictures I've been seeing saying Miss PTA or Miss whatever, extra point, laces were in. It's like, oh my God. So maybe it was, maybe this whole time it has not been Bucker's fault and we need to get Colquitt back out there.
0: Laces out, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, maybe. maybe I, I mean, I haven't really you, – you never, you never look at that. You know, in the game, you see the shank, and immediately you blame the kicker. And, and when, when Bucker does it, I blame him. I'm like, what are you doing? You look on Twitter, everyone – you know, Casey Media, they're like, oh, Bucker misses another one. Um, and so, to me, I, I feel like, you know, that could be a possibility. I'm not sure. If it is, but uh, you know, I, I know, I know, it's one of those things. You talk about the punt returns where we hold our breath because they don't call fair catch. Well, when they line up for extra points, I hold my breath because I know one of these days that one point is going to cost us. And and I hope, I hope it's not. I hope it's not in two weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, hundred percent. And it could be just buckers. Um, you know. PR people, as family, as friends, are just editing the football to make it look like it's laces in, to make it it's not his fault. But I'm going to go ahead and move on to my favorite week is week ten. Woo, bye week, because coming after the bye in week eleven, we get the later's or the the later's, the ravers. Hang on, the raiders. There <laughs> I it is. The
0: later's, <laughs> the later's,
1: the wainers, the wainers. <laughs> we get them. So, knowing the fact that we just lost to them, we're going to play them after a bye. I'm excited. We're going to play them in Las Vegas. This is going to be great. Mhm.
0: And yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's it's, it's it, it, it was a revenge game for us because you know, they just beat us. And and you know, we were on this win streak. We've had a couple of close games, had a couple of blowouts. You don't know what kind of, what you're going to get out of Derek Carr. Um, to me, it was kind of, it was, uh, the the I was hoping for a blowout because I wanted Raiders fans to stop thinking that they were on our level. Unfortunately, it was a close game and it came down to, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you know, having to pull one out in the end. Um, but, you know, and he hits he hits Kelsey in the end zone there at the end, uh, to go up with like twenty-eight seconds left. Uh but but really, I mean, it was good. It's obviously you want to get a win. The win's important, but to me, I think the I I, I think I think the Raiders still had something to say afterwards because they kept they held up with us. So so you know, we go we go one on one with the Raiders. We don't sweep them. And, you know, we had to pull it out in the end to win the second one. They were, they were, they were a, a, you know, one pass away from sweeping us. And, and I think that's what Raiders fans still hang on to now. Granted they lose to everybody else and they don't make the playoffs. And we're once again in the Super Bowl. So, so I think, I think Raiders fans are just trying to hold on to hope that they have a, you know, a promising season ahead of them. I think they're farther out than they realize. So, so to me, it was, it was a t- tight, win. Glad to have it. Shouldn't have been that close a lot, a lot like the rest of these games, but, uh, but we get the win nonetheless.
1: Yeah. I just love little Carr and his eye shadow sitting on the bench pouting, <laughs> but no, uh, I'm going to go ahead week 12. This is a very important week. Tampa Bay, um, we came out firing. We went up to, to seventeen to zero in the first. I mean, I don't know if you heard of this guy. Um, you know, this Hill guy, but he he crushed it in the first. Like, <laughs> we should just play him. I would, if you would play that every time, like just like that, it'd be domination.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the Bucks were thinking. Like. What what were they thinking? Hey, let's man cover Tyreek Hill. We're not gonna give you any safety help. You're just as fast. If somebody told him that, that guy should be slapped in the face. Because no, you're not just as fast. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill made it look like 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 uh uh what is that? What's that little league football? What do they call that? Uh uh Pop Warner. It looked like Pop Warner out there with like a like a kid who'd been held back two years playing against all these five-year-olds just lighting kids up (laughs) and and first quarter 203 yards receiving like like i was like i was sitting like do it again (laughs) why why not do any other play than throw it deep to Tyreek?
1: (laughs) no i agree with you on that because i have no idea what you're talking about little week and Pop in a water or whatever you just said. Pop
0: Warner football. It's little league football.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't have kids, folks. Um, Sean has seven, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> something
1: like that. <laughs> that is the most creepiest laugh I ever heard in my life. But <laughs> now I don't want to get too much of the Tampa game because I know next week we're going to talk more about us in Tampa Bay. We, uh, we we have a. I don't even care to talk about this next. Couple, I mean, but whatever. We have a win over in week 13 against Denver Broncos 22 to 16. Going to week 14, it
0: it should have been, yeah.
1: It's, I just think it was just Manila. Like, we get up and we just play, play soft. Yep. Yep. So then in week 14 against the Dolphins 33 to 27. And this is the game that I was more concerned about because you don't know who you're going to get Tula. It's magic. It's tragic. You don't know which quarterback you're going to play against. <laughs> I mean, Hartman had a punt return. Chris Jones for the safety. We, uh, like I said, we won thirty-three to twenty-seven, which I was happy with. I it's a win, you know.
0: Yeah, you know we we Pat through three picks in this game, and and that's that's what kind of stands out to me is that that. You know, Pat was n- not perfect at all. He wasn't anywhere close. Yeah, he threw for 393, which is good. And 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 that should be that should be mentioned that he threw for that much and still had two touchdowns because this was at the time was the number two pass defense uh Miami was. But the three picks show you why they were. Cause because they they were they were getting after it. They were they were one of those teams that I, I know we've mentioned before. I know me and you, just in talking, have mentioned they're one of those teams that can rush four, keep everybody in coverage, and make Pat uncomfortable. And they did it. He threw three picks, uh, and we were we were lucky to come out of there alive. They uh, they they you know we go seven. They score seventeen to three against us in the fourth quarter. So you know it is one of those games where we were up, but then we you know we just like put it on cruise control. And all the media sees is the final score, and it's like, oh, how come? How come the Chiefs only beat the Dolphins by six? You know, all, the, all these wins they're getting, but they're only winning by one score. Well, you know, if you take the score at the third quarter, we're usually up by like twenty. So, 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 you know, the Chiefs didn't just all of a sudden become a bad football team. This was all part of the process. The interceptions weren't, though, and that's what that's what was alarming to me.
1: Yeah, it happens. Interceptions happens. I'm not too mad about it now since this is only week 14. And I'm good with it now because we won. But the next week is one of my favorite weeks of this whole time. If you want to go ahead and introduce this week, I want to to hear an apology. I want to to hear an apology.
0: No, I want to skip this week. We're (laughs) going to move on to the Falcons.
1: The Saints!
0: Uh, Yes. Okay. So. So, you know, if you if you had been really prepared, you would have had the soundbite of me predicting the Saints to win it. <laughs> like, oh, my no, God. No, don't pull it up. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. OK, so it wasn't because I thought the Saints were a better team. The Saints are not a better team. Than let me let me let me specify that. First, I'll give my apology. I am sorry, Chiefs Kingdom. I predicted a, the Saints to win this game. On. It was no, 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 no. I got to get this out. (laughs) The Saints are not. I just thought this was a game that that at the time I didn't think we were going to need. And and to me, it felt like two years ago when we lost to Seattle. It was one of these games where where Seattle just came out and they just, you know, beat the crap out of us. And we still ended up with the one seed because we won the next week and it didn't matter. So I, I felt like it had that kind of feel and I was wrong. And this, this ended up being just like uh, every other game <laughs> that we played before we get up huge and then kind of let them get back into it. But Drew Brees also played awful. He was not ready to return. And, uh, and, it, you know, I think I, I, I don't know if Taysom Hill would have done much better, but, but Drew Brees looked bad out there.
1: You know, so you, you don't know if Hill could have done better than breeds or Drew Brees or whatever, because it, you you don't you can never tell because it could be great. We could have lost this game. I wasn't worried. Sean was moving on to week sixteen. Falcons. We win. You know, seventeen to fourteen. It was an easy win. A boring game. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, and and you know, my stat sheet's not really pulling up right now. My internet's kind of rough. But oh, here we go. But uh, I I do remember that this was one where. You know, I you know Pat was Pat was a dropped interception away from losing this thing, you know the guy the kid comes down with it in the end zone and somehow it pops out of his hands uh it well, was this is this was maybe the game that I was thinking of before, when I predicted the Saints maybe this was the game where the chiefs are like, screw it, we don't need it because they played like they didn't need it because the Falcons. I, the Falcons are a bad football team and they had a ba- really bad defense and they gave, they gave Pat some fits.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I wasn't too concerned about it. Um, and I don't know if you heard me earlier, but um, Patrick Mahomes' dad is Jesus Christ's roommate's cousin. So that's the reason why that guy dropped that pass is the fact is, you know, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is related to Jesus Christ and, you know, I'm just kidding, big man upstairs, JC. I'm just kidding about that. Don't don't strike Pat Mahomes <laughs> down.
0: Yeah, we but, need you in two weeks. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but, no, week 17 is the game I predicted that the Chiefs were going to lose, and that's the only time I was like, I don't even care. And that's, you know, Sean said the Chiefs were going to win, but I knew the fact that, you know, with our backups playing the Chargers, I'm more agitated than Sean, so – I knew
0: we were going to lose this game. Um, my, my thought on it is that the, the score meant nothing, but the game actually ended up meaning something because of the next week. You know, Chad Henney gets a full game in this, in this thing. He gets a full game of playing time in real football action. And, yeah, the outcome wasn't good, but as we found out in the following week, uh, those reps were probably needed. And uh, you know, we we could we could skip the Charger game because it didn't matter. It was fun seeing guys like Darwin Thompson get some work in and stuff like that, and Chad Henney and stuff like that. But but ultimately this came down to the next week game and what Henney was able to do for us. When
1: you're saying next week, you mean a couple weeks because we had you know had that bye. So just True, the, true, <laughs> true. Just gonna clarify you. But no, I I do remember talking about this game. You were talking about before, after we played. You're like, you know, this is the meanliest game, but in the history, when they look at it and say, "Hey, Chargers beat you on this day," they're not going to remember that we had our, you know, backups in. But I am so glad, like you brought this point because I totally forgot about what I was going to say here. But like you just said, it, it helped us out a lot because him getting those snaps in and playing got him ready for what was one of the most scariest moments of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in the browns game so i mean I, honestly yeah. watching that hit i mean okay we beat the browns 22-17 uh the helmet helmet to dan sarah Orson did not lose the game for the browns it, the so we got that out of the way but that hit against patrick mahomes oh you got something to say
0: well i was just gonna say on the on the hit from Sorensen that that uh you know that that play happens more often than than you think it happens probably happens on almost every tackle the only reason that it was called out is cuz he fumbles that ball and then they have to look at it and then in slow motion they're like oh wait that was helmet to helmet it, it happens all the time and it's rarely called but browns fans are upset because their their receiver did something that he's trained not to do and reached the ball out over the goal line and fumbled it. That's a horrible rule. I agree. I think I think if you fumble the ball in the end zone, you should it shouldn't be a turnover. But it is the rule, and you're trained not to do it. And they only have themselves to blame. You know,
1: since we're talking about this, I was I was here at my house watching the game with a Browns fan. And he told me, he goes. He asked me, hey, you want to watch the game together? I was like, no, just in case one of us want to stab each other during the game. But he goes, no, it's not like that because if you guys beat us, um, I'm okay with you guys going and winning the Super Bowl. And he's like, actually, I'll cheer for you guys. He goes, I'm just so glad that – this is my friend talking. He's saying, I'm more glad that we beat the Pittsburgh Steelers and got them out of the playoffs because that's more of their Super Bowl, he said. But during this game, watching it, And I see this helmet. The helmet hit. I don't think Dirty Dan was doing it on purpose. I don't think he was trying like, hey, I'm he trying to get low. The receiver was going low, and then went to the same height. But the only reason why the receiver fumbled the ball, as soon as Dirty Dan's helmet hits the receiver's helmet, that ball pops out. You cannot tell me that was not the reason why the fumble happened. And I think what's going to happen now. Is there's going to be a new rule in the NFL? They're going to they're going to be able to review something like this, where it's like, hey, look, you did a legal hit. You're not going to get the ball. You're not going to get awarded for this legal hit. And even though if it was an accident, I'm, like I said, I don't think Dirty Dan is actually a dirty player. I just think he's an awesome player. And no, I hate him. I can't I can't give him compliments yet. But no, I think he's a great player. It's just he's he doesn't play dirty, dirty. But when he gets that hit, he's gonna be known as you know, who was that freaking cornerback that was a dirty Lynch? Was it Marshall Lynch or whatever? What? No, that's a. I can't the remember. Running back? It. No, he was a he was a cornerback, and he and yeah, for the Tampa Bay, the owner or the GM of Tampa Bay or the owner of Tampa Bay. What's his name? Whatever. I'm just,
0: oh, uh, oh, John Lynch. John, John Lynch, Lynch. Sorry, Lynch. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was known as a dirty yeah. player.
0: No, he actually played for he played for Tampa Bay. He's the GM for the 49ers.
1: That's what I said. That's what I meant. Oh, I thought you said GM for <laughs> – no, that's I, what you meant, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think Dirty Dan is that dirty like him. But this play, I feel like it's going to be a rule change in the NFL now.
0: Yeah, I mean, they could try it. They tried that with defensive pass interference, and now they don't do it anymore because it's hard to review that stuff. I yeah. think it'll it'll be subjective, just like just like that is. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. He he probably. Should. I don't know what he's supposed to do in that situation because you're diving at a guy. I can't dive at you like Superman and make sure I push you with my hands. That's a lot harder than me just kind of projectiling my body at you. So to me, I don't know what he's supposed to do in that situation. I get, I get that it's illegal. You can't hit a guy in your helmet, and it, it is targeting. But when you're when that guy's diving and you're diving, I think it's kind of fair game. If he was standing upright and you propel him in the helmet, yeah, call, throw that flag.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I get what you're saying, and I agree with you because what what can a you know defensive defensive back do when you're going low to tackle? And they're putting their heads down to go low for a dive to get the first down, or trying to go low to get momentum and knock you off your feet. Your helmets are going to collide, or collide, and it's just like, grow up, get a concussion, man up. You, you, you're, you're getting paid millions of dollars, and if you come later on talking like you're babbling, you can't talk right. That's your own fault, but you got the. Money
0: like pay,
1: pay me millions of dollars and you can take a baseball bat to my head I don't care give me a concussion as long as I get the money right then I don't care I am Chad worth one at Twitter
0: his his comments do not are not the the universal comments of the show <laughs> yeah but but ultimately ultimately in this game to to kind of close out this game uh you know we're we're kind of being light on that but uh to close out the thoughts of this game the real the real issue that we had was uh, an actual concussion that happened to Patrick Mahomes um if that doesn't happen we blow the Cleveland Browns out we were moving the ball so well um you know, and then and then he takes that shot and Chad Henney has to come in and save the day. Now, if you looked at Henney's numbers, you wouldn't think he really did save the game, but on the final two plays for Chad Henney, the third and fourteen run, and then the fourth and one, big nuts Andy Reed yeah. decides to take his backup thirty-eight-year-old quarterback or whatever he is, and roll out Dang and it. throw a fourth and one to Tyreek Hill, and and in the game, and say, you know what, we're not going to punt to you. Chad henney has got got the Nads. We're going to take it. And and that's that was the highlight of the playoffs so far for me was was Andy Reid saying, "No, I'm not scared with my backup. We're going to do it."
1: No, you're. I I totally forgot. I was going to get the clip of Tony Tony Romo freaking calling the play out. Said, so, "Oh, here's what they're going to do." They're gonna come up here, and try to run the clock out. They're gonna punt them with a like a minute minute lap of the game. They're not gonna they're gonna or try drawing offsides. Just just watch us. You watch us. And they come out. And I actually remember watching this play. I see one of the linemen like do something with his hand behind his back, and they snap the ball. And I instantly my jaw went. What? And my mouth open. I'm like, what the hell? We're going for it because if we fail this, we give them excellent field position with like a minute. 30 or a minute 24 or something on the clock and I, I don't know for sure what it was but it was crazy and so yeah. like when it when it happened i'm like <laughs> mind blown <laughs> and i and then tony yeah, romo yeah, no, goes
0: it was, it was amazing. oh my
1: god i can't believe it like he loses his crap and i never heard tony romo just loses crap like that so much
0: yeah, I, I, anytime he could prove Tony Romo wrong is is great because I, I, it was cool with Tony Romo at first where he like predict the play and it happened. You're like, oh my god, Tony Romo's a genius. Now he does it every time, and sometimes he's hit and miss. And when he's when he's wrong, he looks really stupid. Wow. <laughs> so, so that was that was kind of a fun moment for me. But you know, that was that was the 2020 season. You know, uh, you know, we 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 highlighted the the Bills game earlier, and and obviously we enjoyed that. It was good. Uh we're uh we're getting ready to, you know, go go up to go up to you know Tampa and and try to run it back. But uh what do you think, Chad?
1: Yeah, you know, the only thing I'm gonna leave you with my closing closing statements is from Mitch Holchum himself and the Lamar Hunt Trophy stays anchored in the hearts of everyone who shares Lamar Hunt's vision. The Chiefs' kingdom captures the trophy and it stays here. Yes, the Chiefs are back-to-back AFC champions. And the Super Bowl 54 champions are ready to run it back. They are headed to Super Bowl 55 as a road team to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep, that one got me emotional.
0: Hell yes, that, uh always good to hear with Mitch, man. Ooh. And I hope we hear it every year. I, I, I tell you, I, I wasn't as emotional this time when we won it. Like I was so, I I'd never seen it before last year. But, but I tell you what. I'm just as excited, and and, and I hope I, – I I was – this is intriguing because I was curious how I'd feel if we did run it back and we did get back, whether I'd be like, oh, I've already seen it. I'm excited. I'm so I'm so ready to win it. I'm I'm ready to win it every damn year. I I didn't know
1: how I was going to react if we got to this point, and I knew we were going to go back to the Super Bowl. I didn't know Fuzzy cried. My wife was filming me thinking that when we were going to win, I was like, I'm not going to cry. I'm excited. Like, I'm very pumped. I'm very excited. we're going to have a great show for you next week. And I guarantee oh, you that. Yeah,
0: looking forward to it. Oh, yeah.
1: I, we gotta, yeah, we it's, got it. it's,
0: it's going to be a good one.
1: We got, can I, can I give them a spoiler? So, we got um, someone with a, a curly hair and inverted nipples. <laughs> that's all I'll say. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the tease. <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna bring in bring in some guests we're gonna have a little Super Bowl roundtable it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time uh we're gonna talk about you know just kind of personal things about our reactions to last year's Super Bowl just you know because this we we all grew up as fans the four of us that are coming on you know me and Chad and our our two our two good friends we grew up Chiefs fans and and so we're going to kind of kind of give you our our like you know what it was like for lifelong fans to never experience this because to, to us, I mean, it still gets us. I mean, to me, I'm that thinking about that first Super Bowl is just still emotional to me. I I hope this one's just as emotional. I hope we win it, and I still feel that same feeling because i'm i'm really excited for it uh i will say quick little thoughts about the game i'm i'm a little nervous about eric fisher uh, it's a tough break for him he's been he's been a, a cornerstone of the offensive line for several years um it's going to be hard to do it without him i know andy going to draw something up to to help us out but but that is a tough blow
1: yeah i was gonna say i could go on and on about like my thoughts on it but i'm gonna say it for next week sean and I'm going to tell you the keys of winning this game next week. To the Chiefs' kingdom, you guys are world champions once again. Woo!
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the
1: Arrowhead Live Podcast Network. Go Chiefs!